Hashtag SAFMBTH. It's 23 minutes after 3 o'clock. We're in conversation next with Professor David Moore, Research Associate at the UJ and author of Mugabe's Legacy, Coups, Conspiracies and the Conceit of Power in Zimbabwe. Today, Zimbabwe commemorates 43 years of independence from colonial rule. However, Zimbabwe is always a hotly debated issue due to a number of challenges facing the country. And most of those challenges are largely informed by the country's poor governance practices and economic stability. So 43 years on, how did things turn so bad for Zimbabwe? Professor Moore now joining us on the line. Prof, good afternoon and thank you so much for making time for us. If you were to ask, if you were to be asked to describe Zimbabwe in its current state, what would you say? Well, thanks, Aldrin. Um, I would say things are probably worse than they ever were before. Uh, I asked a friend of mine what's happening in Zim, and he said, "Well, there are a few buses coming up from some of the rural areas, and it, you know, to the to the celebration." And it reminded me that way back in 1984, when I was first in Zimbabwe, the gardener next door was telling me how on Sunday mornings he would have to escape to go out fishing to avoid the gangs of ZANU-PF youth that tried to get people to go to rallies. Um, so maybe things haven't changed that much. And another friend was telling me about, you know, the cafes and uh, wine bars full of the uh, champagne quaffing nouveau riche, the new generation of, um, of power coming up into Zimbabwe. So amidst that, of course, there's, you know, the, the uh, repression, the killings, the military in the villages. Um, you know, it's going to be a very rough election. Of course, that's what's interesting about mm. this particular birthday is that there's an election coming up sometime soon. Nobody quite knows when, but within the next few months. Yeah, and looking into or looking ahead to those elections as well is one of the issues that have been facing Zimbabwe is, of course, uh, the economic uh, situation and the t- deterioration of the economy. Um, but can Zimbabwe really pin all of those misfortunes on some of the sanctions that have been placed on individuals? Sorry for the sirens in the background. There's been an accident around the border, so you'll hear some, some sirens coming. Sure. Uh, well, you know, the sanctions are a contested issue, and of course, Monagagua, the president, his minions in the, the state-owned journals and uh, magazines and so on will say so. But one of the real reasons for the beginnings of the sanctions way back in 1990 because Zimbabwe was using IMF money to fund their efforts in the war in DRC, in the, where some of the soldiers were and, and some of the people like Monagagua at the time, who I think was Minister of Defense, he's been accused in the UN report on the war in the DRC of Professor getting Moore, lots of money. Professor let's just see if so, we can get you on a much clearer line. Yeah. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry, okay. Yeah, we just need I to just, get you just, on, a, on a, okay. Um, are you able to continue now? Let's see. Yes, I think so. I'm okay, in a different okay. Place. you can go okay. ahead. Is that sure. better? Good. Much better, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, way back in the in the, in 1998, the IMF decided that uh, Zimbabwe wasn't a good investment because they were spending money on 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 the war in the DRC in the Congo, mm-hmm. and and Monagago is is fingered in the UN report on that war of getting a lot of money um, uh, um, event. So you know, it's you can argue on either side of the fence, and you're never going to win. <laughs> mm. No, going to win that argument. <laughs> 
Because when, when, when President Mnangagwa came into power after the coup non-coup of um, um, President Robert Mugabe, he also stated that um, the country is open for the com- the country is open for business. And I remember that inauguration as well. And you also had the former president of Botswana there. Um, Ian Khama was part of, of that. And we know how Ian Khama felt about um, Mugabe's um, insistence to cling onto onto power. So it, it almost seemed as though that for at least for the SADC region, this marked a new beginning. But this new beginning hasn't really delivered on of those promises. Yeah, and not only SADC, but the British seem to have been very happy to see Mugabe in power because I think, you know, they were kind of hoping that he'd take over and that... So the order business discourse, I think, was largely a facade. Um, and, and uh, you know, everybody's seen the Al Jazeera document about the gold mafia and, and mm. so on. Um, so nothing has really changed on the open for business um, um, line. Uh, there are ongoing negotiations, but I don't think they've gone very far about compensating for, for the land that they had taken way back way back in 97, 98, 2000, 2005 um, with, with those events. Um, so, you know, it, it's, look, I'm, I'm sure that people who are getting gold um, out and in, things are open for business for them. Um, but I think, you know, if, if, if listeners want to read a good analysis, they just go to the Daily Maverick and read Brian Raftopoulos' piece. He's, he talks about this, um, this moment of change which is actually leading to more than than ever. I think it's even the watch, the primaries. All right. Okay. Unfortunately, Professor, the line just keeps on deteriorating there. Professor David Moore there is a research associate at uh, the UJ at the UJ and also author of Mugabe's Legacy, Coups, Conspiracies and Conceits of Power in Zimbabwe. So we apologize.